Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Chris and Amy on KMOX. Hey, the uh, the holiday concert slate is starting December 8th with uh, Gospel Christmas at Stiefel Theater. So this is the time of year you get all these special Christmas shows, holiday shows. And uh, we're going to talk to uh, Thomas Yostline in a matter of, in a matter of moments he is the uh, principal associate principal horn with the St. Louis Symphony and in fact he is with us now on the Quiver River Electric guest line we are here in the holiday season thomas it's good to have you with us how are you great great to be on well we are excited to have you because uh, amy and i love this time of year oh my gosh we love all the music and uh starting on december 8th the 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 gospel christmas is happening at stiefel you must be ready to go oh yeah oh yeah um so i play the french horn and to me that's the most christmassy of all all instruments you know is is it because it looks christmassy (laughs) or does it sound christmassy Uh, uh, both. Uh, looks Christmassy. There's tons of ornaments you can buy that are shaped like yeah. like French horns. Yes. Um, but of, of that special sound, uh, that, that, that holiday, brassy, uh, festive quality is what we're after. So, yeah. You know what? You're so right. I didn't think of that until you mentioned it. It is the most Christmassy of all the ornaments. Do you ever, like, hold that over the string section at all and just remind people? <laughs> That's funny. Um I should. That's a new idea for me. No, I don't. Because <laughs> I feel like the string section always likes to, you know, think pretty highly of themselves. I think. Do they? I think so. I think. Who is the, the, Thomas, think... Uh, of all the sections in the orchestra, who is the most arrogant? Ooh, ooh. Well, um, stereotypically, it'd be the the trumpets. Um, really. But I'll, I'll, I will tell you, um, I've played in other orchestras on the East Coast. I won't mention them. Uh, but ours is just known in the industry as the nice orchestra. Um, conductors love to come here. Uh, we have not a single uh, Scrooge in the orchestra, so we're, we're, we're very blessed here. Let yeah. me challenge you on this. Let me ask you, is it is it nice nice or is it St. Louis nice? Like Midwestern nice. Midwest, you know what the Midwestern uh, nice is? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, um, uh, uh, we have auditions, so we attract people from all over the world. Um, okay. This is a destination orchestra, so I guess maybe the Midwesternist does rub off on people. But okay. most of all, uh, we seem to—I mean, seriously—we attract, um, I think, way more applicants than most because of our reputation for being, uh, yeah, collegial and welcoming. So, oh, that's yeah. a, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Because yeah. the Midwestern nice, Thomas, is nice to your face, but then as soon as you walk away, they say something bad about you, like, that guy can't play, yep. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's a small world, uh, and we talk, so no. <laughs> okay, I know this This isn't uh, necessarily on topic, but you mentioned welcoming, and 
were you were you not on the tour? Uh, you played in a a live broadcast from North Korea. Man, you've got some good good sources there. Um, <laughs> yes, yep, yep. I was on a live broadcast. Um, uh, the two takeaways were uh, seeing actually from CNN, Kristen Amanpour, the the legendary reporter, getting in our maestro's face basically like two inches away and asking him all these questions and he was kind of intimidated by her which i, I loved, loved seeing um but 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 also just being in this this real hermit country i mean it was sad i mean seeing uh, the waiters kind of stuffing their pockets after the the banquets and you know um just uh yeah it was like being on a, a movie set it was in a very forlorn country so, yeah. yep. We're visiting with uh, the associate principal horn with the St. Louis Symphony, Thomas Yosteline. Again, uh, the holiday shows are beginning. Uh, so this this first one coming up that starts on December 8th, the Gospel Christmas. Tell us about that show. Um, yeah, so this is, for me, is one of the the most fun shows to play because uh, the audience just gets into it uh, tremendously, you know. Um, uh, it's packed, typically. I'm not sure about the the, the sales this time, but, but it, it's typically packed. Um, uh, and Kevin McBeth is just, um, I, I tell him this to his face, he's one of my top three conductors ever, including New York Phil, you name it, um, Kevin has just the right easy touch with us and with the audience and just makes it really, really special. So speaking of that, how what makes a conductor good from the musician's perspective? Ooh, you are good. Um how? Uh uh, for for a typical like a masterworks kind of kind of concert, um, we want someone to be a conduit between the composer and the musicians, and to trust us enough to allow the musicians to have a little bit of say here and there, take a little bit of you know time here and there. Um, so so it's a funny thing. The the the, the less control you exert, the more we actually end up watching the conductor and being more. Mm. Uh, empowering of, of, of their of their ability. So it's a funny dance. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Yostline is with us now with the St. Louis Symphony, and um, again, the shows are, are beginning here very soon, December 8th at Stiefel Theater, stiefeltheater.com if you are interested in tickets for it. Um, also, I, I have seen that you had performed Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. on a Tony Bennett album. Wow, good source again. Um, yep, I, I was on the, uh, the the second duet album of his. Um, we were in the Manhattan Center in New York City with 75 uh, orchestra musicians. Tony was not there, full disclosure. Um, he did his own recordings with all these amazing singers just independently, and then uh, we matched uh, what they were doing. But but that it, that's a great album great arrangements uh harkens back to the the nelson riddle frank sinatra charts um has a great vibe so well and as we mentioned you play the french horn when you first got into music did you start 
with the French horn? Was that something you evolved into? Great question. Um, yeah, I started with piano initially. Um, I grew up in Naperville, which is a Chicago suburb. Um, I've been there. And <laughs> oh, you've been there? Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah, Naper, Naperville. Um, Spent a weekend so there we one started, night. One, yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess. <laughs> um, but no, we, we started in fourth, fourth grade, which is uh, younger than, than St. Louis tends to be. Um, I got to try all the instruments, and um, uh, I was either French horn or, or cello were the, were the two, and uh, uh, I, I chose the horn, uh, thankfully. Um, so I, I love it. Yep. <laughs> Um, so I was told to ask you about an Alphorn, which is mm. in, in people. So that's a Swiss uh, instrument. It's the really long horn mm. that rests on the ground. You've, you know, I, I'm sure yeah. people have seen it before. Like in the Ricola commercial? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, just like yep. that. Yeah. So what is it like to play that thing? Uh, so that is the same length as the as the French horn, if you don't push any buttons down. Um, and basically, it's it's played the same way as the horn. A uh, little different mouthpiece. Obviously, it's not not coiled up. Um, but what I love about the horn and the challenge of the alphorn is if you focus on just the music and not on the lips or the breath, then you can play anything perfectly. I mean, it's guaranteed success. Um, and I won't get too deep into it now. Um, but that's how you speak. You think of the message. You don't think of how to how to make words with your mouth. Um, so uh, I, I love that. Um, but I can mention, if you don't mind, um, I'm, this is not a symphony thing, uh, forgive me, but I am playing an Alphorn solo with the Troy, Illinois Community Band on Saturday evening, December 2nd. So that's, if oh. you want to hear that instrument, oh. uh, come on out for that. Well, yeah. where's, where's that going to be? Do you know exactly? Uh, Troy, Illinois. Um, I'd have to Google it later, but uh, it's at the high school. I, I know that in, in oh. Troy. Um, okay. So, yep. Uh, at Triad High School, uh, seven o'clock. Triad High School, uh, seven o'clock, December second. It'll be inside the cafetorium. The cafetorium. I've never heard of a cafetorium, but I, I guess that's a thing. Oh, they're serving theater tots after the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. How, how many tater tots can you fit in French horn? <laughs> You can fit more in the Alphorn, probably. Oh, yeah. Sure. You can. Yeah. You can. yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. Well, the St. Louis Symphony, I just, it's such a, a treasure, such a gem of St. Louis. And if people haven't gone or haven't been in a while, I highly recommend it. I was uh, talking with um, with some kids yesterday just like about music, uh, orchestral, instrumental music. And it's amazing how... If you can go to the symphony and hear a song, and there's no lyrics, there are no words, but it can make you feel uh, sad or happy or anxious yep. or eager. It it is a roller co- roller coaster of emotions, and that still that phenomenon of, of how music can trigger emotions, make you cry, and then make you smile, is just extraordinary. Oh, th- th- that's my favorite thing about music is that that emotion. Um, uh, and I should mention, you know, before I run out of time, but the concerts I would recommend attending um, for the symphony are our Mercy Holiday Celebration shows. Um, and they're at several locations, Lindenwood University in St. Charles, also the Stiefel Theater, which is a great place for us, by the way. Um, and at the end of the month of December, I'm playing the Back to the Future film uh, with live orchestral accompaniment, uh, and you'll hear 
the horn uh, doing not just uh, reflective melodies to start a lot of these scenes, but also that famous uh, triumphant uh, Back to the Future theme. Yes. So. Oh, that's great. I I went to that one years ago. I think you guys did the Back to the Future, again, Back to the Future, yep. I think it was the original one, and uh, Back to the Future one. People got into it. They dressed up like Marty McFly or, yep. <laughs> yeah, Doc. It was awesome. It and, was so good. And that starts after Christmas on the 28th of December. Um, yep. For, it goes, what, for, uh, I guess, a few weeks. It actually goes into, no, no, it goes into um, just a couple of days, 28th, 29th. I know then they, yep. they it ends up happening in um, in other cities as well. But for here, if you're interested in the Back to the Future, 28th, 29th of December, and uh, that's yep. coming up as well. Uh, hey, Thomas, we enjoyed talking to you. Why don't you come in studio sometime and visit with us? I, I would love that. Thank you so much. Yep. Uh, Thomas Yostline, Associate Principal Horn with the St. Louis Symphony. Again, the holiday co- concert schedule starts on December 8th at Stiefel Theater with a Gospel Christmas. So stiefeltheater.com if you want to go. And you should absolutely do that because it is right now Christmas season. I don't care if the... Thanksgiving holiday hasn't happened yet. It is Christmas season right now. They're a team. They are a the team. Two, the two holidays yes. are a team. Yes. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, is it your turn now? Yes. <laughs> because you're looking at me like it's... Well, I was waiting for you to say, oh, Chris and Amy. Oh, Chris and Amy. KMOX. KMOX. That's right. Okay. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.